In the previous video, we talked about the factors of why sales drop. So, every, every time you have been asked why the sales drop, one of the common answers that your team always answer. I still remember when I first joined the retail industry, I was only about a year plus. And during that time, my shop manager was not around. And the retail manager called me up and asked, Daryl, how are you? And what's the, what's the sales? I said, not good. Well, sales is a little bit slow. And he asked me that, what happened? I simply told him that there was no customer. This is Daryl Tan, research and retail psychologist here. And welcome to the Retail Sales Academia. So, is this a common answer that you always receive from staff? No customer. There is no walk-ins. People, they don't want to buy. The price is too high. Or even they just tell you that nowadays people just love to window shop and they just shop online. Our business is actually getting from bad to worse. And here's the thing. Managers, or at least if you're at that level, what we want to listen is not about what's happening now. We know the sales is dropping. We don't want just to know on what's exactly happening, but rather, what are you doing? Are you just sitting there to wait for customer, or are you doing something? You know, business. So, in today's lesson video, we're going to talk about eight different strategies of what you can do when your sales is dropping. All right. So the first one. So what we call as roleplay. All right. So the first one is roleplay. Roleplay here refers to the practice of your product, and more importantly, how good are you when you're actually talking to customer on the particular product. So this is a very straightforward thing. Whenever you feel there is no customer, you can always do roleplay, whether it's with your team member or maybe just by yourself. It's basically just practice. Because remember, the previous video we talked about the top four factors, okay? That actually addresses one of the factors. Now, if you feel that, hey, roleplay feels so weird, okay, so that's where the second strategy comes in. It's called roleplay with friends. Over here, why it refers to something like this. Take this for example, you're in a retail store and you have about four people. What if you're telling about you talk to your friends that can you come to my store and I'll have my team members serve you and you tell me how they do. So then you say instead you go play with your friends, you have your friends to go play with your other team members. Likewise, other team members' friends will actually role play with you. That way you will feel more nature. The third one is what we call as manpower. Yes, this is also the same factor that we talked about why sales drop. Are you placing a manpower at the right timing? Are they taking too many off or maybe their breaks at the right timing? You really want to look into on how the manpower arrangement. Notice on how frequent your customer come and when is a big period because why? It is normal for us to assume that in supermarkets or in most of the stores, big periods are actually after dinner during lunchtime and weekends, but is that really the case? Right. So, look into that. The next one is what we call as stock. Do you have sufficient stock? In the previous video, we also talked about it, so you may want to really look into do you really have all your top sales ready? Or if you are selling high price items like furniture, 
related to you, almost small little items because why? At least you actually keep moving, right? You don't just only make one big sale or two big sales. Basically, you also move into small little sales. So you really have that small little item or stocks ready to sell. Okay. Next one is what we call as call customer for feedback. Now over here we are referring to you call back your previous customer. Maybe the customer had bought with you last week or two weeks back. Just give a call. Ask how do they feel about the particular product. What is the comment? And if possible, you can also ask them to send you a WhatsApp, uh, maybe any messages to share that how they like about it. This is really important because you're gonna collect all this information to compile it as like a booklet. So whenever you have customer who ask for testimonials or maybe ask for, hey, I'm not sure if this is really right for that, you have proof, you have evidence to show them. So this will actually increase the chances for you to close. Next one is what we call as event. Okay, so what I mean by event is this. Imagine that when you have to go to a shop and sometimes you see that people they just start give balloons, they start give freebies. If you just like our fan page or like our uh, business page, you get this maybe little candy or something to give away. In many cases, some of the brands will actually create like, okay, this is a VIP event, so it's only for people who register. Right? But since you have to walk in, you can just walk in. This will actually attract people to look at your store. The whole idea is all about increasing walk-in. Now, whether the sales is there or not is another story because the whole idea is that the more people walk in, more people from outside will start to walk in too. And not only that, if you have a lot of walking, that means you have a list of customers that you can start following up and get to know about what's the pain point. The last one. Sorry, this is not the last one, but yeah. Next one is survey. Survey around the mall. Survey your competitor. What is happening? What are they doing? Notice if there are any other shops, even they may not be a direct competition. What are they doing and what attracts the people to go there? Perhaps we get some simple ideas on how you can apply in your store. Is it because they have new product launch during this slow period of time? Or is it because they have uh, some special events that you can actually start copying at that point? Survey. Next one. Or the last one, I think. Call it as VM. Visual Merchandising. How do you arrange your stocks? See, in fashion industry, they always arrange the stocks, they lay out the store at least once for every two weeks, depending on the brand. Okay, so some every two weeks, some every week. But my suggestion is that it really depends, but it would be good for you to actually have a little change of your whole visual merchandising. Perhaps at least once a month. This is just very minimum, but like I said, it depends on the industry. If you're talking about like health and wellness, and yes, maybe that could be about what? Once a month? If you're talking about fashion industry, maybe once a week, depending on how frequent because the reason is that people will start to see, hey, there's something new, and that will attract their attention. That will attract them to walk it, because sometimes business is not just about acquiring new customer, but rather, how can we have our previous customer buy more, or buy a game from us? 
we know that customer service is very important, but let's just put that as a separate topic. How do you even attract that attention? Because in today's world, there's just too many things that happen. So, I'd like to also invite you to actually go to my website, www.retailsalesacademy.com to get a little assessment. This free assessment talks all about the productivity of your store. You want to know whether your store is really productive or what? Why are they not productive? It's all right there. It's just free. Just go into the website, click assessment, and you can start keying in the relevant data and get the information you want. So, if you like this video, just click the like button down below and comment which other strategies that you have been using all along. Right. So, that's all for today. I'll see you next time. Until then, let's bring the tip.